Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast in the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole living. And back to celebrating also B Corp's, um, hopefully it will be an every episode thing, but the idea also is always to just cram into 10 minutes. So it's just like a burst of kind of inspiration and sharing and, um, yeah, just yummy, delicious stuff that I was so grateful to have come across in the last day or so or something that's something really at the forefront of my mind in terms of focusing on to live more vibrantly, holy, all of that, like whole as in W-H-O-L-E, like whole encompassing everything. So the title of today, it said um, about living gratitude over preference. And again, Mickey Singer, just so grateful for the talks that get uploaded to Temple of the Universe website. So it's tou.org. Um, there's a talk section. And yeah, wow, wow. You know, just I was reflecting on Mickey's sharing and yeah, to become aware of preference and how much like preference over what I want to happen, what I don't want to happen, how much energy it takes. And it's like, it's me. It's not about not having them. It's not about beating up on myself for having them. It's just more like there's a part of me. So Mickey talks to use a reference of the personal mind, like that thinks small and just thinks about self. And that is obsessed with what I want and what I don't want. But it's like, I am not even my own making. That's so much of my likes and dislikes are not even mine. They're a result of the unfolding of life and experiences and things that I enjoyed left um, a preference and things that were uncomfortable and that I didn't like left uh, I'd rather not. So over time, the things that even we think we tend towards or we tend away from, possibly not even us. They're just like a result of, like if you think about if you had a really good Oh, yeah, like experience with like a certain teacher in a certain grade, then the energy and remembrance of that time of school is, then you think that that's an like, amazing time. And somebody else who maybe had a very traumatic experience with a the teacher, then maybe doesn't think very much of teachers or that time of life or, and it's so much, yeah, it's just worth contemplating, so much worth contemplating on that. Who knows if the stuff that we think we want is even what we want. And and again, like I love the whole, like if you just dig the, I know for me, the things that I think I prefer or want are actually not them. It's just because of the state of being that I think I'll experience when I'm there. And that's why like I love Marianne Williamson's quote in Return for Love, the prayer of that instead of this job or this thing or this person that I want to meet, it's more that I'd like an experience of love of gratitude, of awe, of presence. And actually, I don't know what is going to give that to me. <laughs> so I leave the outcome of the situation in your hands. But what I was loving today with Mickey was, oh, this moving away, like to live a life of gratitude over preference. And it's more like this, it just does make sense for me, like this personal self. It's like this little kid that is throwing a tantrum around what it wants. And it's really energetically me giving energy and attention to that preference and get so invested in the drama of that preference is what gives it power. It's literally like ignoring it. It's not like it doesn't exist, but it's like I can choose to give it the energy or not. 
So like with the focusing a camera, when you choose to focus a camera of a lens, it doesn't mean the things that are in the vicinity that aren't in focus aren't there. It's just by not giving it focus, you don't see it. <laughs> or it becomes a blur, or it just doesn't become the central, so that power we have. And again, it's not about not dealing with stuff, because if there's actual emergency stuff that needs to happen, you know, like, God forbid, if someone, like, you injure yourself, you cut yourself at home, and you're bleeding so profusely that you've got to get yourself to the emergency room for stitches, that's something that needs to be taken care of. But it's just like so much of the stuff that, I would invest my time, my energy in, like obsessing over happening, not happening, when right now there is just this gift of life unfolding and by me giving time attention to the drama of preference or what I don't want to happen, what I do want to happen, I'm missing out on right now, the gratitude for right now of like, oh my God, I am conscious. I'm in a body. I have no idea where I came from. I am literally experiencing the unfolding of life from a unique perspective that nobody has ever had before, that nobody will ever have again. And oh, also I did the maths on this one. So Mickey was talking about like just getting in relative terms. So scientists just let's just go with scientists and what they've discovered and how they quantify time that the earth is like 4.5 billion years old. So if we calculate how long it would take to count to 1 billion. So Mickey was talking about it and said they did the calculations once. So I actually sat down and did this. So if we look at an average lifespan, I'm not going to go biblically with 120 because even if you Google search life expectancy, it's not 120. It's more around the 70s, the 80s. So let's go with 80. 80 years. If you were counting to 80, one second account. It's going to take you one minute, 20 seconds. Let's count to a billion. All right, so doing the calculation by seconds, by minutes, by hours, by days, it comes out to 32 years. Okay, now that's if you were counting one number per second consistently, never sleeping. And then also just realizing by the time you get to counting 1, 1,111,111, it takes you longer than one second to say that. But just like Mickey says, assuming you could do it one second per count, it's going to be 32 years. And we talk about 4.5. So that's 144 years. Years. Compared to the one minute and 20 seconds that is our life here. And just like <laughs> to put things in context constantly. Like I said, it's not that in the moment when there's something that really needs attention to be dealt with and there is some legitimate issue. It's... and. Rather looking at that, how can I make the moment before me better? The fact that I'm here now, how can I contribute in the tiny little bit of time that I'm here that is better for me having been here? Which isn't about Nobel Prize winning. It isn't about legacy of like the tallest building that I built. We're just talking like on a basic level of every day, the people you interact with, the things you do, the work you do, that just doing stuff with a full heart and beauty that leaves things better. It's, it's not about the stuff that you're measurably amassing or attaining or how many people know. And, oh, I was listening to this like, uh, thing of something on Gaia, on water or resonances. And it was so beautiful. One of the guys, Greg Braden, oh, he said, what we're beginning to understand is that we're only beginning to understand. And that is the thing, we really have no idea, no idea, 
like when Maya Angelou is at one little clip with Oprah talking about having no idea of what your legacy is. Like we have no idea of, it's just really to come back to the humility of, oh my God, in this one second, everything that is happening just to make, this is not my body. I got this body that is everything that is coordinating in this moment to make it possible for me to hold this phone, be conscious of what I'm saying, record this. Like the fact that I heard this stuff before, that I'm animated, oh my God. So a little bit more appreciation and presence, I think, is a good thing for me to focus on. And I did promise that, yes, this came back from the intention originally of this of this podcast around celebrating business as a force for good. More so in that there are, yes, there's all the issues and problems to focus on, but there is a growing community of people who are saying enough is enough. It cannot be a profit, pure profit centric. We have to have people and planet as part of the bottom line and celebrating them, knowing that every single one of us every day has a choice of where we shop and what we do. And slowly, one step at a time, all of us can become more aware of where our products are coming from, of the supply chain, of what people stand for. Because if we, we as a massive consumer base, if everything on the consumer base changed, it's all, it's all, it's all like an interconnected flow. So just slowly, slowly, the little things we can every day do. So I love to just celebrate those showing that another way is possible. And why business is a force for good? Because business is self-sustaining. It's not an initiative that's asking for money. Business through its own being is supporting itself growing, but in a way that takes everybody into account. So the one that I want to celebrate today is recently Patagonia, phenomenal company with outdoor clothing and, oh God, yeah, I just definitely can get lost in their history. But a lot of what they've done has been to preserve, use their profits to preserve the planet. And instead of going public, they went purpose. And nature is their only shareholder. So as far as I understand, they actually set up like a trust where it was family-owned business that now it's owned by a trust and any of the profits would then go into supporting initiatives that are protecting the planet. So this is another way. A company doesn't have to go public. It can go purpose. Oh my God, it's just so divine because then you think instead of using the wealth that a, well, like Patagonia, so instead of like as a business, instead of using the wealth that Patagonia has created to pay investors returns, use the wealth that Patagonia has created to protect the source of all wealth. Because any company that's using stuff and using the source of this planet, this planet is the source of the wealth ultimately. So on that delicious note, precious soul, Happy adventuring, and here is to living more, living life of pr- gratitude over preference. Mm, mm, mm. Happy adventuring until we meet again. Mwah.